Hey, welcome to episode 71 of Motherhood in Hollywood. My guest today is actress and mom Autumn Reeser. You might recognize her from The O.C., Entourage, ABC's No Ordinary Family, and Last Resort. We have a lot of fun things to talk to her about today, about her career and parenting, such good stuff. If you're listening right now on iTunes, hi, welcome. Take a minute and subscribe to the show if you don't already, and leave me a review, would you please? It takes just a couple of seconds, but it makes a big difference. Um, We get a million dollars every time somebody leaves a review, so the more reviews, the better, I say. (laughs) No, but really, if you could just take a second and leave me a review on iTunes, or if you're listening on Stitcher, that would be great too. I appreciate it. I feel the love. Thank you. Now, before we get started, I want to tell you guys quickly about Up for Probiotics. Up for Probiotics has been making probiotics and only probiotics since 1979. That means they have over 40 years of clinical research behind their probiotics. In fact, their probiotic is so powerful that they've trademarked they're super strain. And if you've never tried a probiotic, now's the time to do it because they can help reinforce your immune system and give you a healthy gut. They can uh, reinforce that healthy gut bacteria. So definitely go to motherhoodinhollywood.com. Click on the Up4 probiotics image and that will take you right to Up4 where you can find out how to start creating a happier inside. Motherhood in Hollywood is also sponsored by Lansino. Lansino has a brand new Bluetooth smart pump. Now for my breastfeeding moms who are looking for a easier and more convenient way to pump, this is it. The Lansino smart pump pairs with the Lansino baby app to help you keep track of all of your pumping sessions, the amount you're pumping and the duration. It can also help you keep track of your baby's growth and weight and height and diaper changes and all of that useful information that new moms want to and need to keep track of. It's all right there on the Lansino baby app. You can find out more information about the Bluetooth smart pump as well as the Lansino baby app at motherhoodinhollywood.com. Just click on the Lansino image and that'll take you right to their website. Finally, there's a smarter way to pump. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. Hey, good morning. I guess it's good morning for me. I don't know what time you guys are listening. I just got really excited to be like, good morning. Um, It's morning for me, and I got up early today so I could put my podcast together and it would be ready to go for Monday. I'm feeling a little bit behind these days on just about everything in like a good way. I'm not feeling like, Oh, poor me. I have so many wonderful things happening because <laughs> um, that would be a total douche Newton thing to say. But it is um, a little overwhelming lately because I there's so much I want to do with the website and with the podcast and um, with my writing that it just feels a little overwhelming sometimes. So I'm waking up early today and I'm drinking my coffee. Okay, I have this addiction lately. I'm really into a, a new Phil's coffee just opened up by my house. I don't know if you guys have a Phil's. I never heard of it before until it opened up um, near our house. We don't have any coffee shops other than Starbucks by our house. Like there's no traditional style coffee shop where you can go in and they'll make like a latte with a little heart on the top of it, you know, that sort of thing. But so when this opened, I was really excited because I thought it would maybe one of those was maybe one of those kinds of coffee shops. It isn't. 
they don't make lattes and, and fancy coffees like that, but the coffees they do make are really good. It's called Phil's Coffee. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. It's Phil's Coffee. And um, I'm addicted to their Silken Splendor. It is so good. Uh, so there's my, co- there's my coffee shout out for the morning. Um, but we do, we do have a lot of things to talk about. So I'm going to get, I'm going to get in there. I'm just going to jump right in. It's been a very fun week. I did some writing on the blog this week. I wrote about how I've been feeling frustrated lately as an actor and, and disappointed that I keep getting parts for overweight women, uh, in particular, a part I auditioned for called fat Pam. And it's kind of a bummer when somebody thinks that, you know, like for me anyway, it may not be a bummer for you. Maybe your life's goal is to play a part called Fat Pam. And if it is, hey, more power to you. But for me, it was just a little deflating because I feel like, you know, I've been working so hard as an actress to try to be an actor and get to flex my muscles and play juicy, interesting parts and, um, you know, then to get called in for the role of fat Pam, which is essentially just a fat joke is a little deflating. So you know what though? We carry on. I vented about it, uh, on my website, motherhoodandhollywood.com. If you want to read about it and see the particulars and, uh, you know, now I move on and now I wait for the next audition and, and we hope for the best for that one. It is the life of an actor. And, uh, what else is happening? Oh, I went to the LA baby show this weekend. That was a lot of fun. Got to meet Ellie, Ali Fedotowski there, uh, the baby guy, NYC. Um, a lot of cool, uh, a lot of my fellow mom, mommies, mom friends were there, <laughs> fellow mommies, um, were there and it was a lot of fun hanging out and talking with them. And what else am I doing? Oh, I'm going to go to, I'm really excited to go to a special event today with Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon is launching their holiday toy line and they've asked a few um uh LA mom bloggers to come by and take a look at their toy line so I'm excited to go do that uh I'm excited that they think I'm a blogger because I'm really terrible at blogging I literally blog like maybe once every couple of months (laughs) it's so bad but I'm like you bet I'll do that I will go and play with your toys um what else is happening everybody it's been an interesting week as far as like the election coverage, the big vote is this week. Ooh, is your team going to win? Uh, or who are you voting for? It's it's so funny. I don't, you know, I don't talk about politics a whole lot on the podcast because I just feel like you guys get that so many other places. Why do you want to get here? This could be your escape. This could be your one safe place to go where you don't have to hear the rhetoric and the, you know, the vote shaming and all of that stuff that's going on. So I hope whoever you're voting for, uh, wins and I hope you vote. That's it. Uh, really quickly, I want to give a couple of mom mentions to some new followers over on Twitter. Hello at be glammed now and Christina shoemaker at the whole cook. Also Jamie, yeah. Oh dear. Jamie at actor up. Sorry, Jamie, I was about to butcher your name, but I chose not to. And also Jen Wright. Hi, Jen. Uh, Thank you guys so much for finding me on Twitter at MIH Podcast. That's where I like to go to uh, put inappropriate things. Oh, I also want to mention really quickly, speaking of Twitter, um, my friend Kate Casey invited me to be on her podcast this week called Reality Life. And we had so much fun talking about Rob and China. catching Kelsey at Big Brother which is my favorite reality show of all time 
We had a lot of fun talking about uh, reality shows over there. So if you get a chance to listen to that show, uh, do that. It's also available on iTunes. You can find me uh, at Motherhood in Hollywood on Instagram and Facebook, uh, where you can come on over there. Let's joke around a little bit and make some wisecracks with me, eh? And as I said earlier, please take a minute and leave a review on iTunes of the show and make sure you subscribe and share it with friends. It's the really the, the best way to help me get the word out about my show. If you like the content I'm bringing, if you like the guests, um, I appreciate it. Uh, let me know. Let me hear from you. Okay. We've got a lot of good guests coming up, you guys. I've got Glozell. What? I know. I'm going to be interviewing Glozell on the podcast, as well as director Shannon Flynn. She's going to give us some insights on television directing and uh, the future of television directing. So a lot of fun shows coming up. Make sure you stay subscribed and tell a friend. Okay, now let's get to the interview with Autumn Reeser. She has been acting for a long time. She knows the ins and outs of this business. And she also is a mom of two boys. So I had to ask her how she does it, how she's balancing it. She talks a a lot about traveling um, whenever she has to get a job, whenever she has a job out of town, what does she do with her kids? How does she manage their schedules? And it's really interesting to hear her talk about the juggling that's involved in being a regular working actress. So here is my interview with Autumn Reeser. Usually I'm like offering to get people coffee, but this morning was a weird exception because Channing is normally in school right now and then like it just it's one of those weeks where I'm sure you know where everything that you want to do mom wise and career wise all kind of just oh fall yeah to yep. and it just you're just like <laughs> swimming and trying to survive right. I, I needed to go get coffee this morning because I started my week going oh I'm gonna I'm gonna actually started last week going I'm gonna do a cleanse like I'm not gonna drink coffee or alcohol or sugar or yeah. dairy or all of that stuff so I didn't order my little Nespresso pods this week so I don't have any in my house uh, okay that lasted one morning mm-hmm. one morning I've, I'm still off you know I'm not drinking alcohol this week but I was like I you know coffee yeah. is I think uh, needs to happen it does need to happen um I think there should be something that moms get whenever you give birth like you should get lifetime coffee from somewhere <laughs> like Starbucks I think has enough money for that right that was my manager's uh baby shower gift to me it was a, a Nespresso maker <gasps> isn't that nice. the best baby what a shower nice manager gift? I know mine just called and said when are you gonna be ready for auditions again <laughs> and I was like really can I just get past this horrible pain first um so you mentioned your boys so let's talk about your boys you have two I have two boys I have a five-year-old who just started kindergarten and his name's Finn and then I have a two almost three-year-old named Dash and how are you surviving with boys (laughs) because it's different we were just talking about that like it's different with boys than with girls yeah it's um a lot of energy and so it's kind of figuring out ways to appropriately corral and celebrate the energy. Um, and are they just really physical? They're very physical. They're very physical. And their dad is a former professional athlete. So mm-hmm. they also just have that competitiveness behind their physicality. Um, what did he do? What did he play? He was a an 800-meter runner oh, okay. um, for Nike. And okay. um, and so the boys are both – they're great runners, and they're very physical, and I'm, I'm a dancer, and so they are coordinated, which I'm grateful for. And so they love to – they just – they're always doing something physical with each other. We've had to work on it with both of them. I've really had to um, 
talk to them a lot about using their bodies appropriately and not hitting other people. And I've gotten calls from both schools oh, <laughs> talking. No. I know. And I'm like, it's it's hard because I want them to express themselves physically, but sure. in appropriate ways. Are they acting out like getting mad and like hitting somebody or like throwing just, things? I think or? it just comes from from what I hear from having a brother mm. where it's it's ways of um, it's ways when you're trying to get what you want and you're not able to use your words quickly enough. And so yeah. you go to using your body and you're grabbing something or Finn, my oldest, it's been more that he is just having such a good time and tries to wrestle people. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we during all do. story time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, Dash, it's definitely Dash is big for his age. Finn is tiny. He's built like me, and he's mm-hmm. just I, I'm never really worried about him like bullying other kids. It's the opposite that I've worried more. But Dash is strong, and I'm I worry more on that end of like making sure that he, you know, we talk a lot about that. Like, is that nice to do or not nice? It's right. not nice. Yeah. So he knows, but sometimes he just you know forgets, like all of us forget, sure. you know, things that we intend to do. Um, I think it's really interesting the different ways that we parent um, girls versus boys, Mm. but they're also very similar. Channing is also very physical. Yeah. And um, her frustration sort of manifests with her, like, throwing things. Like, if she gets mad, she'll go, and just, like, hurl something, you know? And I'm like, (laughs) Um, She's gotten a lot better about that because now that she's communicating a lot better, it's helping. Yes, same with Dash, too. Now that he's almost three, it's like, okay, he usually has the words. It does help a lot. Yeah. And it's, but it is interesting how we, we still use the same kind of tools, like telling them how to communicate and, you know, uh, be better about using your words and that sort of thing. It's a universal kind of parenting rule that we hope other parents are doing, (laughs) you know, like we hope. I hope so. Um, so I want to talk to you then a little bit about with these very physical boys that you have, how are you balancing your acting career? Because you are doing a lot. You have a lot going on. Yeah. Um, it's challenging. I, I basically over the course of a year, how my career usually goes is I spend like three months out of every year working outside of LA, um, all over the place and that's where I make almost 100% of my income Wow! so I don't really have an option um I know there's more more work coming back to Los Angeles and that's great are you talking about like in Canada yeah I work in Vancouver a lot I'm on a show called The Arrangement for E right now that comes out um in March Mm -hmm. of 2017 I think and uh, I go back and forth to Vancouver for that and then I just did a movie in Mississippi um so everything is leaving I feel like People keep saying no things. Pick, things are productions are picking up in LA, but it doesn't seem like it. I think it's been a slow process. I think the new tax breaks were just passed last year, so it's gonna take a while. Like there's season two of a lot of shows have now come back to Los Angeles. I can't remember specifically which ones, right? But you know, season one was out of town, and now season two is gonna be in Los Angeles. Um, and it's a balance because all of those other places really are happy to have the productions mm-hmm. there. You know, all of the local actors that we have in Atlanta are thrilled yeah. to be having, you know, what we call runaway production. But for them, it's not. It's, it's oh my gosh, I have more opportunities right. to work now. And, and I want to support that as well. So um, for me, it's, you know, I, I went through a period where I was not taking work outside of Los Angeles because um, – my marriage was failing and it was there was just a lot of it, things were, a lot. things yeah. were not going well and but i made 
you know, half of my income, less than half of what I usually made. And I couldn't survive on that. So I had to go, I had to um, make a different choice and go, I I need to take the work where I can take it. And, and also I want to be able to take the work that excites me, even if it, you know, happens to, to shoot somewhere else. And, um, so what do you do when you have to go out of town? What do you do with your boys? That's a challenge right now. Um, they will spend, my ex and I have 50-50 custody, so they'll spend half the time with him when I'm away, and then I am paying for nannies for the other 50% of the time. Yeah. And that's um, something that I'm that I'm working on right now. And if I can bring them with me, I do. Mm-hmm. And I've spoken with the boys' school, and they're willing to work with me on that. Um how is this? How is the production crew react if you ever have to bring your kids with you on the set? Because I know I usually don't bring them onto set. Yeah, because they're not. Uh, they haven't so far been developmentally ready to be quiet. Mm. Um, so you know, I, I've I've shown them where I work, but I will bring a nanny or my mom mm-hmm. if if my mom's able to come with me, and then. Um, because, yeah, you read a lot about, you know, uh, so-and-so just had a baby and they have an onset nanny with them. And, Cause there's you know, really they no bring other, their baby to work. Yeah. I mean, you kind of, especially when you're breastfeeding. I mean, I went back to work with my oldest um, in New York when he was five weeks old. I put him on a, you know, we all got on a plane to New York and I was nursing. I was playing a marathon runner, which I think is the dumbest idea now. <laughs> I was like, why? But I again, I needed to take the work. And so yeah. I was back at work running all day. And then nursing my baby in between takes. And that was that was a crazy job. That's crazy. That was too physically difficult. I, I couldn't walk afterwards because I was just, my body was not ready to be in yeah. that place. It was not healed yet. But I was in that, I don't know if you had this after having your first baby, but I'm such a like a type A, I can do it all personality totally. that I was like, I'm going to get right back into it. I don't need to take a break. This baby's not going to slow me down, you know, which, <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. which was not kind to myself. Now yeah. that's how I really look at it. It's not that it was the wrong decision. It was just not a kind way of treating myself well there's a pressure as you know to get back up on the horse and keep going because it is your income and it is it is the light the free the freelance lifestyle of acting um forces us to get back out there sooner than we would like I see a lot of times in my message boards on Facebook moms going I just had my baby a few weeks ago um should I go back out and my thing is I always tell people no just take your time. This business will always be here, but your baby will only be that little for so long and you can never get that time back. You can always get an audition for a one line part on some TV show, you know, like that will be there. Um, but if you're, I understand what you're saying. If your livelihood depends on it, there's even more pressure because it's like, there's nothing built in the system for actors uh, and actresses to take a maternity leave. Right. You know what I mean? There, right. There is for, I think for actors on bigger show, I had Daniela Rua on a show recently and she was talking about how the producers worked with her, but she's also a series regular and has been on the show for eight years. Right. That's, a you know, it's totally a totally different, different situation. situation than, um, actors who are literally living project to project. I don't want to make it sound like you're living yeah. project. <laughs> I just made it seem like you're like, please Lord. No, but, like I need to work. <laughs> you know, it's not one of those things I've, you know, where I've just socked away a bunch of money over the years I haven't you know yeah and so I definitely you know rely on my acting income for sure but I think I think the other thing that happens after you have a baby when you're an artist is that identity challenge that you're suddenly sure faced with and so I think regardless of the the monetary reasons a lot of women want to get back to work simply because that's 
how we've defined ourselves for years. Well, I'm an actress or, well, I'm, you know, a writer, whatever, whatever it is, you don't feel like yourself when you're not doing it. And now all of a sudden, not only do you not have your art, this, this world where you feel solid, but your entire existence is now in service of this tiny, you know, Mm -hmm. dictator, (laughs) (laughs) which is beautiful if you can give yourself over to it and certainly I was able to better by the second baby but the first one it was an absolute um profound identity shift yeah um and it you know took me to uh, that was and I you know what do you mean did you start questioning like do I want to keep pursuing acting or do I want to be a mom or no it was just It was not being constantly the one in in charge of my life. Mm-hmm. It's like my life was now like I I want you know it's what you do when your mom you're gonna think about their needs first and yeah. you're going to uh, be in service to them and that was just different. I was always in service to my career mm-hmm. and all of a sudden there was some someone bigger than my career um, who. I wanted to do everything for, but then also felt some resentment around that and then felt guilty about feeling the resentment. And so just all of these conflicting emotions come up that you then have to learn how to manage and you're sleep deprived and exhausted and you don't have time to process. I think that's the biggest thing that you're starved for as an artist and a new mom is that processing time. Because when when you're an artist, I think that's a big part of, the, the cycles that we go through is you have these times of output and then these times of processing and then you output what you've just processed. But when you have a child, it's just all input. It's just constantly like you're just like going and there's no time to sit and go, wow, what is this about? And what does this mean? And how do I feel about this? Mm-hmm. It's just, oh my God, give me coffee, give me sleep. <laughs> like I, I'm being sucked dry. Like there's mm-hmm. just no time to take a breath. And I found that really, really challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember saying to some of my friends, I'm like, I just need four hours in a row where nobody talks to me, nobody needs anything from me, where I can just shut the world out so I can... <sighs> right, like decompress yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, and let that sort of artistic muse just run for a little bit, which probably wouldn't have even been in service of any project. Mm-hmm. It would just be like whoa, what's happened to my, like, what's going on? I think um, one of the best things that my husband did when I first had my baby is that he made me take that time. Oh, beautiful. Because he was like, you're going to go crazy cuckoo bananas, (laughs) which I think I was a little bit because I was like, this kid is here all the time and she's always crying. Um, And he would go, I just want you to take a couple hours, go to the mall and go do this. So I would do that. I feel so guilty. I would be like, oh, my God, I just ditched my baby. You know what? I'm such a jerk and that sort of thing. But I did it a couple of times and I realized, like, this really does make a difference because then you start thinking – Oh wait, I did. I I did do things before she came along, and I yeah. was a person before she came along, and because of that little taste of a break, um, my one of my girlfriends and I decided to do a nanny share, weekly nanny share, where we just like you said took four hours a week, yeah. and our kids got together for play date, and the, we had the same nanny, and we would go out and do things by ourselves, whether it was just go get coffee, whether it was just wander around the mall. 
it made such a huge difference. Yeah. We just did it once a week. So it wasn't like we were, you know, spending lots of money, but it made such a huge difference. Yeah, it, it really does. And we, we don't have the support systems in place in this culture that, that cultures have traditionally had around motherhood. And right. also in Los Angeles, so many are away from, so family. many of us are away from our yeah. family. We were transplant. We've all moved here. So we have to create that system for ourselves. And um, it can just be hard. <laughs> it can, that's yeah. as, as simple as that. It, it's, it can be very difficult. Like what you were saying when you go to auditions, um, and you, if you've ever had to take your kids or your baby, if anybody has ever had to take their child to an audition, you know, it's like awkward and no actor wants to do that. It's usually when we don't have a choice or, you know, it's like a last minute call or something. And you have to hope that maybe the people in the waiting room are going to be like, sure, I'll watch your baby for you. I think there's more conversation going on. There's definitely more groups like on Facebook that are happening where people are like, Hey, is anyone going to be at this casting office? And is anybody going to, you know, is anyone free to watch my baby while I run into this office? Yeah. So that's a nice thing that's happening. That is nice. I've found it doesn't work for me because I can't get into the headspace of another character while I'm in my mom headspace. Because my, I can't, for me, it's like my main part. It's like I'm thinking about my kid. Yeah. And, and luckily, the times that I've had to take him, two-thirds of the times, I've had one of my dear friends sitting in the waiting room when I've walked in. And I've been like, oh, my God, you're here. What are you doing here? Because they've just gone into audition. Sure. And they're lovely women, and they've stayed to help. So that's been amazing. But, um, you know, sometimes I have to weigh, like, is it worth – is it worth putting myself and the kid through this stress of going out and, and not being able to go in and do my best. Yeah. Um, it's so not worth it to you. You have to balance it. You have to decide. And I think that's, that's a good point. Cause there's a lot of people who don't feel comfortable doing that, you know, I've men done, and women. Yeah. And, and I would like to be someone who could, but in having done it quite a few times this year, I've finally just been like it for me, it doesn't, it doesn't work. work. Yeah. I can't transition that quickly to, to feel like I'm doing my best. And then I don't, I don't feel so good about myself afterwards, mm-hmm. and, and I haven't gotten one of those jobs. I think it shows her incredible self-awareness to be able to say, hey, I can't take my child into an audition because I need to focus, and it's hard for me to focus on my choices as an actress. So um, good for you. I love that, Autumn. So we're going to get back to the interview with Autumn in just a moment, but I want to tell you guys about Up4 Probiotics. If you've been looking for a way to support your gut health with healthy, good bacteria, Up4 Probiotics has exactly what you need. They're available in your local Target store. So the next time you're out shopping, swing by the supplement and vitamins area and grab some Up4. They have a variety of different formulas for all age groups from infants all the way to senior citizens. We here have used the children's cubes as well as the women's formula. And Chris has even used the adult formula. And I'll tell you, it makes such a huge difference in our gut health and in our energy level and how we feel. Uh, So I can't recommend it enough. Go to motherhoodinhollywood.com, click on the Up4 Probiotics image and check it out for yourself. 
And I also want to tell you guys about the new Lansano Bluetooth Smart Pump. It is the first Bluetooth smart pump of its kind. Here's how it works. It pairs with the Lansano Baby app to help you keep track of the amount you're pumping at each session. It also helps you record the date and time and duration of each pumping session. And you can use it to keep track of your baby's growth and diaper changes, how big they're getting, how much you know weight they're gaining, how tall they're getting, all of that helpful information when your tiny babies are so tiny. So go to motherhoodinhollywood.com to find out more information about the new Lansano Bluetooth smart pump and how it can work for you. Finally, there's a smarter way to pump. I want to, speaking of getting jobs, I want to talk about your career for a little bit. Um, I read online that, I don't know if it was one of the first jobs you booked when you were out here, but you were on Star Trek. That was my first job. Was it your very yes, first job? that was my first job. Um, that's a pretty cool job. I'm a huge Star Trek nerd, so I <laughs> love Star Trek. So I read that and I was like, get out of town. That's amazing. I feel like the with the new Star Trek coming out, I'm like, oh, I will never probably get to be on that because there are not a lot of chubby comedic people. <laughs> roles people in Star Trek. Roles on Star Trek when they're not like this wacky gal. Um, but I could, you know, fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> I, I played an alien when I was on it. That's so awesome. You never know. I mean, there's there's definitely you never know. Yeah, I played a red alien with um, like I had prosthetics all over my <gasps> cool. face. We were sort of like part of a tribe on this planet, and so I had like ritual scarification all over my body. What? That's awesome. It was amazing, and we had this uh, sign language that we came up with because we were a mute species. <laughs> Uh huh. So of course, me and a couple of the other <laughs> actors were like, "Here's what it means." We made up. I think we 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 because obviously they didn't like give you it's any not saying in the script. Sure. Like, oh, here's what they're saying with their like. We had to come up with what the language was. So we were the Ventu tribe. I think is what. We were oh called. my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's some deep track trivia right there. I love it. And so that was your first role. That was my first role. And then your next like big role, was it the OC or was there something? Probably, that was the next one that I got um, that, that moved my career forward, I would yeah. say. I definitely worked in between there. I mean, in between, I was on CSI. I did a lot of sitcom work um, and did, I think, an episode of Cold Case. So, you know, I had a guest starred on a lot of things and was a recurring guest and then the OC was the the thing that took my career to the next level, yeah. And what was that experience like? Because that was just like such a sexy show. Everyone was just gorgeous. And like, I can see why you got cast on it. Oh I God. mean, because everyone was so like very beautiful. And I was completely intimidated by that whole factor really? of it. Where I, because I've never been like a, a, a girl who's into fashion. Mm. And quite the opposite. It was probably quite bad at it. And <laughs> when, when I joined that show, you know, I was a struggling actor, definitely. And just had no clothes. Like, you know, I had like some workout stuff. Sure, and, sure. Like, I don't know a couple tops from Charlotte Roos basically <laughs> and I would go on the show and they were like I mean Rachel would be in head to toe Zach Posen that was like custom designed for her looking amazing right right you know which and she's so naturally chic I mean those girls are so naturally mm -hmm. chic and I definitely had that feeling of being an outsider there's someone coming I hear it I hear her thump, thump, thump. you're not a light runner hey bunny hi what are you doing Okay, you want to sit in here with Mommy and Autumn? 
Okay. So Channing is here with me today <clears throat> because, oh, I think I mentioned that earlier. So Channing is here, so she may join us for the last few minutes of the interview. And this, this is momming it in Hollywood. This is momming it in Hollywood, yeah. This and is everywhere else, really, to really, be honest. I, my life is not my own anymore, uh, and that's okay. I'm... Um, Hold on, we knocked over the trash can. There we go. Um, so I'm sitting here now with my three-year-old on my lap, and I'm interviewing Autumn about the OC. This is uh, this is pretty. This is good times. So you felt like then um, the the big thing for you was the fashion. Like, uh, did you just feel like you were like oh, I don't really fit in, or did you find your groove and eventually sort of fit in? I mean, the character was always the groove for me. When I read that character, I knew immediately who she was. Every now and then, you have those roles that you're just like, oh, I don't even. Is such an easy skin to slip on, and mm. then you can bring your own stuff. I think I added a couple lines in my audition because it wasn't. When you know something that well, it's it it just comes through you almost. Yeah. And so for me, the groove was always the character. I was always very connected to to Taylor, and um and then the rest of the world was way more glamorous than anything I'd ever <laughs> experienced, and I felt very um small around that nobody made me feel that way that yeah. was that was just my experience with it because it wasn't a, a language that I spoke and I wanted to but I feel like it was like trying to speak with a terrible accent you know like it was just not a, a fit for me it wasn't something that I slipped into naturally and so I spent a lot of time feeling um just less than yeah like awkward awkward or yeah I feel that way a lot around like I have some pretty amazing um um, mom friends who are very you know into the mommy blogging world and that sort of thing just by the nature of my podcast I've kind of lumped into that category and they're all so fabulous and like very um they're always dressed really well and they walk into these like events that we go to and they know everyone and they're all like glamorous and I literally come in and I'm like I'm so awkward and I feel like I'm <laughs> I'm in probably sweats I, mean, I don't know it's mommy, just I'm no. trying what Oh, neat. Okay, yeah, but you gotta you gotta be quiet, okay? Because I'm interviewing. <laughs> okay, remember you gotta be quiet. I always feel like I'm so awkward, and they're always super nice. Nobody treats me differently, like you were saying. I never nobody treats me differently, but it's um I just feel weird, <laughs> my yeah. own weird self. Um, so what then? <clears throat> excuse me. So after the OC, you started booking a lot of stuff, but it have you. Has it reached that same level of um, work? Like, have you been a regular on any other shows since then? Yeah, um, just nothing that's stuck around on air. Um, enough, yeah. You know, I was on a show called Ordinary Family for mm -hmm. a while on ABC, and then I was on a show called Last Resort that was also on ABC. Mm -hmm. um, and then I've been recurring on a lot of other shows on Entourage and Necessary mm -hmm. Roughness and... Um, you know, a lot, a lot of, a lot of shows, but then I started working for Hallmark a lot, um, starring oh, in romantic nice. comedies for Hallmark, which has been an amazing gift. Oh, that's so great. Because they, uh, they really understand, um, women and working with women. They're an amazing company to work with because they always, you know, they fly my kids and my nanny out oh, to wow. be at work with me. And they're very supportive of that. And that just in, in the place in life that I'm at right now is, a huge bonus for me. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. And you think that that's something that's um, specific to Hallmark then? As uh, in my experience, yeah, yeah, it has been, yeah. That's so great. I, it makes me wonder if it's um, 
run by women. It, it a lot of it is. There's also <laughs> there's also an amazing man at the head of it, Bill. The, you know, yeah. Bill and Michelle, and um, a lot of wonderful people who, yeah. who work for the company. And I think part of it is just that the the company atmosphere is one of family like that you're all part of one big family and they you know they love to work with the same directors again and the same actresses and it's been um a real gift working with them that's fantastic I love to hear that do you feel like the um the series regular is sort of this elusive thing that you're you know we're all sort of chasing like um it's because it is such a great situation if anybody gets to be a series regular on a in show, los angeles you in los angeles yes, yes. in, los in angeles. la in la it's such a great situation especially if you have a family it's like the closest kind of thing to like a nine to five well that's if you're job, on if if you're that, that's get. if you're doing a half hour right you right. know what i mean because if you're doing an hour you you could be doing 17 hour days absolutely in which yeah. point it doesn't matter <laughs> if you're in los angeles you're not seeing your kids right exactly. you know but you're so grateful for the work you're getting paid well and you're getting to do what we yeah. are, what you love um so I I don't know for me it's just about finding a project that that feels like the right fit just depending on what's going on in my life and yeah um one of the things I really want to do is get back to theater oh, I actually yeah. I saw that you have a lot of theater in your background yeah that's what I, I started in theater when I was seven and um did theater in my <laughs> In my hometown growing up. Stop it, you stinker. Hey, hey, you stinker. Stop. Oh my goodness. No. She, I wish I'd brought my my little she boy. She heard you giggling and now she's like, yay, we're going to giggle. Um, anyway, so you did a lot of theater in your hometown. Yeah, I did a lot of theater growing up and um, I, I it's something I want to get back into and um do you think that you could do theater in LA well this is I actually I uh, no I booked I booked the lead actually in a in a show um but that I wasn't able to do because it conflicted with a film that I'd already accepted um but there was part of me that was you know I was sad because it was a really exciting role at a really great theater and I felt good again I was like oh yeah okay I still have my chops like I'm you know this is what I want to do but when I really thought about how much childcare that because it, it's eight shows a week. Yeah, that's and, the problem with theater is that it's every single. Yeah, I really night. thought about it and I was like, I would probably not make any money on this, and aside from that, not really see my kids for two months. And then yeah. I was like, is that really worth it? And I think there are some times in our life where it is, where where the sacrifice sure. is, you know. But um, I think it's all I think it's all about just being in the present moment and taking it on a case by case basis and not coming from this place of fear of right. if I don't do this then x y and z will never happen and going down this you know spiral of negativity that leads nowhere good. That's true. You do start to go if I if I miss this opportunity then I'm going to miss other opportunities down the road and you're absolutely right. It is a spiral that we kind of do to ourselves. That it's it's no good. It's so much better to be like, "Oh, this is so, you know, this is great. How wonderful that like I was able to book this. Then there'll be another opportunity." Sure. Because and it's, I've found that to be true when I keep that type of a when I choose that viewpoint, because it's really just a choice, yeah, you know, it, it's obviously you still have to fight through the, the negative voice in your mind that doesn't want it to be a choice that wants to go, oh, no, but I know better. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let's let's sit here and be afraid. Like we all have that voice. But I, I find the more I can just kind of talk to that voice compassionately and go, oh, yeah, I hear you. That's scary. But I got this. You yeah. know, we got this. There's going to be another opportunity. And we're so grateful that this one came along. And let's see what comes next. Yeah. It's. Uh, it's such the, I keep saying the freelance nature of this business, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically what it is. And it's hard, um, to sort of 
wrap your mind around, okay, what, what am I going to do in the meantime while I'm hoping for that next opportunity or while I'm waiting for the the next opportunity? What do you find, what do you do to sort of fill the creative spaces? Uh, You know, do you find that your family just takes up all your time or? There are, there are periods where they do. And that's such a good question too. I think that's really, really smart because so, so many actors are just kind of like, okay, well we're feeling up when we're on a project and Mm -hmm. then they crash afterwards and it's like, we just can't live our lives like that like that's gonna drive us insane right so um I find that when I come off a project I've learned how to support myself better over the over the years as far as you know knowing myself and knowing what I need and um I used to just jump from thing to thing and then be totally depleted and like scattered so I I just came off a month of work and so I booked a meditation retreat for the weekend oh, that's fun. which was amazing so I did that and then I also the week that I come back I don't schedule a lot of stuff because it's gonna be and this is gonna sound silly but it really does take a week like unpacking and getting my house back in order and going through the mail and also all this stuff has come home from the kids school that there's nobody else to deal with when I'm there because like I have you know a bunch of friends watching my kids and a variety of different nannies so there's nobody sort of running the show right and so I gotta go through all that stuff and go oh this wasn't paid and oh this has to you know be returned to school and just you know manage not only the little minutia of my life but my kids lives too so I do that for a week and um you know, sometimes we'll see a couple girlfriends who sort of get my head straight. Um, and Those are the best girlfriends. The best girlfriends, right? <laughs> and um, so I do that for the week. And then when, I, when I'm waiting for another project, I picked up guitar about oh, a year and cool. a half ago. Yeah. And the great thing about something like that is that's something that can come into play in a role down the line, too. So yeah. it's not only feeding just my basic creative spirit, but I'm developing a skill that's actually useful for my acting career that's why there's a piano sitting right next to you because that's sort of what I'm doing too are you yeah um, (coughs) excuse me I used to play piano when I was younger and really started feeling like I need to find something that's going to creatively feed my soul but also maybe teach me a skill in the process which I think a lot of actors forget about they think oh I just need to learn improv right (laughs) You know, and it's like that's beat into your head so much, especially commercially. It's like, you must be good at improv, must be good at improv. And I'm like, well, I did that for years and look where it got me. So I'm like, maybe I'll just try something else, you know, did. And I was like, oh, I miss playing the piano. So that's why I have my little piano here that I'm trying to get back into it and play a little bit. And then it might be going to be good for her, too. I'm hoping eventually she um, can start playing as well. I think that's amazing for her to see you doing that mm-hmm. for, for kids to see that, that learning doesn't stop. Yeah. Because it, I think there's so many, it's like, okay, well what you go to school and then you stop and then you go to work like, and that's life. Yeah. No, that's no. really, that's a really sad thing to think about. I exactly. love the idea that, um, we can all learn something different and teach ourselves something different, no matter what age or where you're at in your career. Yeah. You know, I was going, and when acting I, really lends itself to that. For it sure. does. There's so, I mean, any, any extra, a skill that you can give yourself there's maybe an opportunity to put it in mm-hmm. to your acting job somewhere it's you just don't know but just just having that commitment to learning and mm-hmm. and to your creative spirit is is where it starts um I would like to say first of all you are a champion um for letting me sit here with my crazy sassy daughter who has been dying to say hello can you say hello hello <laughs> Okay. 
She has been obviously waiting to jump in here on this interview, and she's being very patient. Um, I want to ask you, now I said you, uh, you mentioned you're going to be on The Arrangement, and that's coming out in March, right? Yeah. So have you already wrapped filming on that, or are you getting ready to go film? We have one more day, one one more um, week in Los Angeles. More, sorry, one more episode. Okay. And that one's going to be in Los Angeles. Oh, nice. Which is really nice, so I don't have to fly away from the kids. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. great. That's great. And then um, what do you have any other projects we and can then, look for you in? Um, I just had Sully. I have a small role in Sully, and that just came oh, out. Oh, perfect. And then... Um, that was I, a huge movie. It, it did was, so well. I it, honestly was like, I don't think that's going to do well, because that happened so long ago, but it did. It's a beautiful story, because... And Tom Hanks is just amazing. He's so good in it. Yeah. He's so, so good in it. Um, yeah, so it turned out really well, and I was really proud of that. And then um, I just did an action movie with what? Jean-Claude Van Damme. What? Which was amazing. I mean, that's a crazy experience. If you're going to you do an action movie, that's oh, that's yeah. who you want to... I mean, it was Have you amazing. seen he has a new TV show, a new yes. series? Jean-Claude Van Johnson yeah. on Amazon. Yeah. Yes. I haven't seen it yet. My husband was like, we I have to watch great. this. And I was like, is this a joke? And then I was like, this is actually really good. <laughs> that's what I heard. I never thought that I would say that about a Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> I, know. I know that's so mean. Exactly. Jean-Claude, if you want to come on, I promise I won't say anything. But I was like, this is a really good show. It's very entertaining. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. And um, yeah, so the movie, the movie was for Sony. It should come out, I'm sure, on DVD at some point next year. But it was for me, it was mostly just an opportunity to to do some action work, which I don't, I've never done before. That's so cool. And I'm so physical as a person that I and I don't, you know, I play a lot of um, lawyers and that type. A lot of people who rattle off a lot of dialogue and oh, who are very yeah. heady. And that's great, and I love to do that. But I, I'm such a physical person that I, that I was like, I want to have the opportunity to express that and put that on my reel as well. And maybe that's also where your boys get it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> where they well. where they get that physicality right. from? Um, do you want to ask Autumn any questions? What do okay. you want to ask her? Uh, about Emmy. Oh, about Emmy, who is her best friend. Oh, okay. What Autumn is- doesn't know Emmy. Oh. Well, Emmy about her her brother. Emmy just I, had a baby brother. <gasps> Emmy has a baby brother. What's his name? Uh, Alec. 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 That's really exciting. Do you like babies? Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty cute. Do you want? Can you thank Autumn for coming to our house? Please say thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. You're welcome. Thank you for having me and lending your mommy to me for a little bit. Yeah, she's on Mommy's podcast. So um, I am going to put up information about Autumn and her upcoming projects on motherhoodinhollywood.com. Um, thank you for You're being welcome. so patient and getting a glimpse in, into my little version of motherhood in Hollywood here with my very patient three-year-old. Or not patient. Depends on how you look at it. I thought she was very patient. I and thought I, she was. Pretty, I think this yeah. is perfect because this yeah. is exactly what it's about. This is what it's about. This is my life, and I love it. I love it. Um <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so thank you so much for coming on the show I'm so excited to see all of the wonderful things that are happening for you and I think it's you're doing a pretty damn good job of balancing you are too oh, literally thanks. right literally now as you balance your leg. child on your I'm leg <laughs> please don't break my headphones hi yeah yeah okay all right so autumn thank you for coming you're on welcome hey you guys and remember to uh, go to motherhoodinhollywood.com to keep up with all of the happenings with my podcast also follow me on twitter at mih podcast and on instagram and facebook and motherhoodinhollywood.com 
And remember, you guys, I'm not a perfect mom, but I can play one on TV. Bye. <laughs> you say bye? Bye. Mama funny. Balls.